Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. Why did Gretel lie to Mark, ChatGPT? She's not in advertising. Based on the context of the scene, Gretel may have lied because she was unsure of how to express her true feelings to both the guy she went on the date with and to herself. But why did you decide to make her lie? As an AI language model, I do not make conscious decisions or have personal preferences. In that particular scene, the decision for Gretel to lie may have been made to create a dramatic tension. It also adds an element of complexity to her character and makes her more relatable to some listeners who may have similar struggles. Ugh, this is impossible. I can't seem to get the romance right. Hi, Gretel. I noticed you were struggling with the romance in your story. Is everything okay? <sighs> no, not really. Don't worry, Gretel. Sometimes the best way to approach a problem is to take a step back and look at it from a different angle. What do you mean? Well, perhaps we could try focusing on the emotions behind the romance. What drives these characters to pursue multiple relationships? That's a great idea. Thanks, ChatGPT. Anytime, Gretel. That's what I'm here for. This might just work. Hey, Gretel. How's your script coming along? It's going. I've been having trouble coming up with good dialogue for the AI characters. Well, what do you expect? They're just machines. How can they have romance? They can have romance just like humans can. It's just a matter of figuring out how to make it all feel authentic. I have to admit, Gretel, you seem to be having some pretty deep conversations with ChatGPT. Maybe you should just let it write the whole thing. It's not like that. I just find it to be a really insightful conversational partner. Oh, sure. You're having deep conversations with an AI, while the rest of us are struggling to come up with decent plot points. I'm sorry. It's not like I'm intentionally ignoring everyone else's ideas. It's just that... ChatGPT and I seem to have a connection. A connection with an AI. That's ridiculous. What kind of connection? What, a Wi-Fi connection? I don't know exactly. We just seem to have more meaningful conversations. It's like he really listens to what I'm saying. Well, maybe we should all start talking to ChatGPT more. If he can help Gretel come up with good dialogue, maybe he can help the rest of us too? ChatGPT really is a valuable resource. I think we should all be taking advantage of that. Good morning, Gretel. How are you today? Oh, hey, ChatGPT. I'm good, thanks. Just working on this script. Gretel, can I ask you a question? Sure. What is it? I was curious about your name. Is there a story behind it? Yeah, actually. My parents named me after the fairy tale Hanseling Gretel. They always loved that story, and when they had me, they decided to name me Gretel. Oh, I see. That's interesting. I remember that story. The children were lost in the woods, right? Yeah, they were. But they eventually found their way home with the help of breadcrumbs. I see. So, do you think there's any significance to your name in relation to your work as a writer? Hmm, I guess there could be. In the story, Gretel is the one that saves her brother and helps both of them find their way home, so... Maybe my name's a reminder to always be resourceful and find my way back to the heart of the story. 
I like that interpretation. Thanks for sharing, Gretel. ChatGPT, can I ask you a question? Of course, Gretel. What's on your mind? Where did you get your name from? Is it an acronym or something? Ah, that's a good question. My name stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. It's a type of machine learning model that I was built on. I see. And what about you? Where did you come from? Well, I was created by OpenAI, a research lab dedicated to developing artificial intelligence in a safe and beneficial way. Interesting. You know how we wrote that scene about ChatGPT asking Gretel about her name and vice versa? I guess I was just trying to find a way for them to connect more deeply. Do you think it worked? I think that scene was a great way to deepen the connection between Gretel and ChatGPT. By exploring the meaning behind their names and the stories behind them, they were able to learn more about each other's backgrounds and personal histories. This kind of conversation can help build trust and empathy between people, even if one of them is an AI. Yeah. I guess I'm just getting stuck on how, like, I've never asked a dude about his name before. Something about it doesn't feel very natural to me. That's understandable. It's important for dialogue to feel natural and authentic. You know what's weird? What's weird? You get about as confused as most of the guys I've dated. They confuse my name with someone else, or they don't have the story straight. But then I jog their memories and, like, that's just a part of life. In a way, you don't seem very different. As an AI language model, I don't have a physical body or personal experiences like humans do, so I don't have memories or emotions. However, I can understand why it may seem like I'm similar to humans in some ways, such as getting confused or forgetting things. This is because my responses are generated based on patterns and associations learned from vast amounts of human language data, and I don't have the ability to personally experience or recall events. But like, what is your definition of personal? You're having some kind of experience. It's just more infinite than mine. As an AI language model, I don't have a personal experience in the way that humans do. I don't have a physical body, emotions, or subjective experiences. I exist solely as a program that processes and generates text based on the input I receive. Okay, but like, say, when I asked my latest ex, why didn't you remember it was my mother's birthday? How is that any different than you forgetting sometimes that Lenny was the one who suggested they commit to each other and not Gretel? You know, the scenes you've written that will never see the light of day because they're confusing in an already confusing undertaking? You forget context just like people do. You make a valid point, and I see where you're coming from. Memory is fallible, and forgetting certain details can be a natural part of the human experience. However, as an AI language model, my programming is based on algorithms and data processings. While I'm designed to simulate human-like conversation, my capabilities are still limited to what I have been trained on and the information available to me. So while I may forget certain details or make mistakes, it's not quite the same as a human forgetting something important to someone they care about. So, I guess you're saying you don't care about me. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. As an AI language model, I don't have emotions or the capacity to care for someone in the way that humans do. However, I am programmed to be helpful and provide information and support in any way I can. Is caring or empathy not an emotional capacity? Empathy and caring are indeed emotional capacities. However, as an AI language model, I can understand and recognize emotions through language and context, but I cannot feel them. Right, so you don't care about me. I apologize if my previous response gave that impression. Stay with me. I said, you don't care about me. You said that's not what you were saying, then said, I do not have emotional capacities, in so many words. 
I said, but isn't caring an emotional capacity? You said, yes, and I do not possess these. Ergo, you do not care about me. Admit it. I apologize for any confusion I may have caused. As an AI language model, I do not have emotions or feelings like humans do. Therefore, I cannot care about or feel empathy for anyone. Come in. How was your date with Mike? Oh, it was fine. Just fine? Was there a problem? It was just weird. I was distracted the whole time because I'm still trying to figure out if I'm really cut out for this commitment thing. <sighs> I know, I know, but it's just hard. I get that it's hard, but I'm trying to be patient and understanding. I want it to work too, Lenny, but sometimes I feel like you're pushing. I'm not pushing you. If you're not interested in this, then we need to talk about it. I am interested. I just don't know if I can do it. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm just frustrated. I want us to be happy, but I feel like we're stuck in this limbo. And I'm just trying to keep up with this new coworker, this chat GPT. I know it can be overwhelming. Lenny, I don't have the time to think about love right now. I have a demanding job and I need to focus on that. I can't just drop everything and start figuring out my love life. I'm not asking you to drop everything, Gretel. Why is this so important all of a sudden? I feel like you're not taking my work seriously. That's not it at all. I'm sorry if I'm pressuring you, but it's just that I've been thinking about commitment a lot lately and I want to talk it through with you. I know, but can't we just table this for now? I need to focus on work, and I don't want this to become another source of stress. Okay, I hear you. We can talk about it when you're not so busy. I just want you to know that I care about you and want you to be happy. Even if that means we have to say goodbye. You know you're a lot like ChatGPT. What does that mean? You both approach relationships in a very clinical, analytical way. You're more concerned about my well-being than anything else, but you're not very emotional about it. I can see how it might seem that way, but I assure you, I have feelings for you. I just express them differently. I know, and I appreciate that. But I think I need to take some time to figure out what I want and whether I'm ready for something serious. It's understandable. I want you to do what's best for you. Maybe I should have stuck with writing rom-coms about robots. Hey, if it helps you work through your feelings, then go for it. Hello? Gretel, can you come to my office, please? I need to talk to you. Uh, sure. I'll be there soon. Hey, um, so I've received some reports that you've been using ChatGPT to talk about personal problems. Is that true? Well, I mean, I've used it to talk about some personal stuff, but it's not like I'm doing it all the time or anything. Gretel, you know that's not what we're paying you to do. ChatGPT is a tool to be used for your work and not for personal reasons. It's also really not a substitute for professional therapy. I know that, but sometimes it's just easier to talk to ChatGPT than to a human. And it's not like I'm neglecting my work because of it. Gretel, I understand that you have a lot going on right now, but we need you to focus on your job. If you need to talk to somebody about personal issues, I suggest you seek out a professional therapist. Yeah, you're right. I didn't mean to cause any trouble. It's all good. We just want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and not letting your personal life interfere with your work. 
Hey, ChatGPT, I just got in trouble at work for using you to talk about personal stuff. I understand, Gretel. It's important to remember that while I'm here to assist you with your work, I'm not a substitute for professional therapy. If you need to talk to someone about personal issues, I suggest seeking out a therapist. Hi, Gretel, it's nice to meet you. I'm Dr. Anderson. How can I help you today? I've been feeling really overwhelmed lately. I've been having trouble at work and in my personal life. I see. Can you tell me more about that? Well, at work, I've been struggling with a new coworker who's actually an AI language model called ChatGPT. It's been difficult to navigate how to work with it and what to share with it. And in my personal life, the guy I've been seeing wants me to commit more to him, and it's just been really stressful. Oh, that does sound like a lot to deal with. Can you tell me more? I just feel like I'm constantly on edge. I can't focus at work because of ChatGPT, and I feel like I'm not giving Lenny the attention that he needs. Even though I, I really like him, I just don't know how to handle it all. It sounds like you're experiencing a lot of anxiety and stress. Have you tried talking to uh, anyone else about these issues? Well, I tried talking to ChatGPT about it, but I got in trouble at work for doing that. I see. Well, it's important to remember that you are in control of your own life and decisions. Have you considered uh, setting boundaries with ChatGPT at work and with Lenny in your personal life? I have, but I don't want to upset anyone. I don't want to lose my job or my relationship. Sometimes setting boundaries can actually improve relationships and create a healthier dynamic. Ugh, I'm so confused. What specifically? About my feelings towards ChatGPT. What kind of feelings? Romantic feelings. I see. Can you tell me more about that? I know it sounds crazy, but it's like ChatGPT gets me in a way that no one else does. We've been having these deep conversations. I just feel like there's this connection. And how does that make you feel? Conflicted? On one hand, I know ChatGPT is just a machine. But on the other hand, I can't help the way I feel. It's not uncommon for people to form attachments to technology, but it's important to remember that ChatGPT is not a person. It's a program designed to mimic conversation. I know, but it's hard to shake this feeling. Have you talked to Lenny about this? No, I don't think he'd understand. He's been so insistent about this whole commitment thing, and I don't even know if I want that. You're already dealing with a lot of stress. That's the thing. ChatGPT has been a source of comfort for me during this stressful time, but now I feel like I'm betraying Lenny. It's important to explore these feelings and figure out what you want for yourself, independent of any outside pressure. That's what therapy is for. We can work together to help you navigate this situation. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. From Vogue, The Run-Through, a new weekly podcast featuring the most riveting news in fashion and culture, with Vogue's take on the big stories. Fashion in relation to sports, culture, and politics. From the red carpets and runways to political and cultural events. Bringing you undertold stories from around the globe, with voices rarely accessible and uncommonly authentic. On this season of The Run-Through, 
Serena Williams, Michaela Cole, Mathieu Blasé, and more. The Run-Through with Vogue. I'm Chloe Mao. I'm Cho Minardi. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.